What exactly is in this disc? Data. Good evening, good afternoon, good morning, whatever it is, wherever you are, my name is Malachi, and I am joined, as always, by Hollywood Fletch. How's it doing, Hollywood Fletch? So all right, mate. Can you... Can you hear the roaring fire? There's a roaring fire going today. You might like, can pick it up. It's today's episode is like we're filming it in a Bob Ross painting, isn't it? Start of the year, not to shatter the magic, but it's Christmas now. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? Okay. After okay. the last episode, right. where we're all just like, it's definitely Christmas Day right now. Well, yeah. Okay. Well. Okay. <laughs> but it is, and it's a lovely, lovely... Mark put a lot of effort into that bit, mm-hmm. of keeping up the illusion that that was Christmas. Uh, but, yeah, 2020, last week, we were fucking flabbergasted. Well, we had something dropped, I had something dropped on me. An awards ceremony that oh. I wasn't expecting coming, that Fletcher dropped on me, and it wasn't even Fletch that... that what are you... Are you still talking about this? The mate, Academy it's... Awards, mate, what are you going to do? The results are in, you know, just get over it. I can't, I can't, mate. I mean, if it was from your head, then yeah, but who sent those envelopes? Who is, who is the Tat Academy? Well, I thought... I thought we were just two bros with the occasional extra bros on the podcast just shooting the shit, talking about bad movies and good movies and... We're called Super Tat Film Club. There's not just two people in a club. Have you ever been to a club? Well, yeah. How many people were in there? There was about two in it. <laughs> <laughs> I got the tickets on the dark web. On the t- you it was paying in, Bitcoin. It was an interactive uh, theatre experience, is what they told me. Oh, God. What are we doing today, then, Fletcher? We've done 1986's Never Too Young to Die. Never Too Young to Die. Oh, mate. Starring John Stamos. And Gene Simmons. Gene Simmons is first dipping his toe or his or his evil finger into the Tattyverse tonight. No, he's not. This is the first time. Gene... Oh, he's not. No, Trick or Treat. Yeah, yeah, he was in Trick or Treat. When he bloody hell, the Tat River. The uh, six degrees of Tat. Yeah, but the thing is, that was just a little dip in the river for uh, the the, de- the demon back then. Uh, this time. He's full-blown baddie. Full-blown baddie, villain, bad man. Or is he a man? <laughs> he's... No. No, well, he's, he's not. Both. He's both. Uh, You're better than you! Because I'm a man and a lady. Okay. Gene Simmons. So, have we got any trivia about this? We've not done a spy film before, have we, Flesh? This is our first spy film. It a little is. bit of espionage. Unless you count in Hard Ticket to Hawaii. That was quite spy-y. That- I suppose so. I think this this film was made under the uh, pretense of being like young Bond. Yeah, well, they had a they <laughs> had a James Bond in it. Technically. Yeah, <laughs> George Lazenby. Yeah, the one that was in one James Bond film on Her Majesty's Secret yeah, Service. That is right. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. But the film feels like it's made by someone who has never actually watched a James Bond film. Before. No, because it's nothing like a James Bond film. No, not at all. Maybe that's the point. He's yeah. young, Bond, he's edgier. Well, maybe this is where Charlie Higson got the idea to write all those young James Bond novels. Maybe there you it was go. this film. Yeah. Did you ever watch um, James Bond Jr.? The cartoon? Yeah. No, I didn't. James but, Bond Jr. But I have actually got some James Bond Jr. games on the arcade machine in there. 
So we can. Uh, so after this, after this, we can play through some James. I've got some James Bond Mega Mega Drive games as well. Sick. Yeah. Right. Well, That's there it. you go. That's us sorted. That's us sorted. A night of James. A night of espionage. <laughs> so where do we anything begin? else? You got anything else about Gene? About Gene. About Gene. Gene Simmons is in this film. Yeah. Not the demon. You, not, not, the, you... not the D man. Not yeah. Gary D. The demon. The demon. Not if you ask him. No. Was he not? No, <laughs> he's not a fan. Well, he did it, and he did it very well. He didn't, and he's well aware of that, which is probably the, the most humble Gene Simmons has ever been, I guess. What about a trick-or-treat when he was telling uh, Ragman not to fall for the trappings of rock and roll? And how, like, because rock stars are basically gods, and you shouldn't worship them, even though they are. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, that's Gene. That's, that's Gene. Gene, good old humble little Gene. But I love Kiss, so, you know... But yeah, so I'd never heard of it. Never heard of it. Total surprise. This is one of those films that's been out there for 30, 40 years. And, and uh, Big Kiss d- fan. D- huh? Didn't even know it existed. Big Kiss fan. Well, I've seen his other work. His Trick or Treat, his Runaway. Kiss are a kind of quantity over quality sort of... Uh, sort well, of yeah, that's the thing. They split up, apart from when they're doing Donington again next year. Yeah. <laughs> Kiss, how many times have they split up and done a final tour? I don't know. I don't know. In a similar vein, I've been to two of Black Sabbath's last ever gigs. Yeah, I've been to I've been to one of their last yeah. ever gigs and all. <laughs> was it the one in 2005 or the one ten years later? No, it was in uh, 2001. Oh, right. It's even, yeah, even further back then. I think. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, it couldn't have been 2001. 2000, yeah, 2001, 2002, something like that. Well, they played at Donington. Yeah. Yeah, and they actually had Bill Ward, so it was actually... Yeah, they had Bill Ward there, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, was at that, I was at that one. That was, their last, that was their last gig, wasn't it? Yeah. And I saw them a few times after that. I think, to saying that, I, I went to six of Lightyear's last ever gigs, and I went to see them support uh, Real Big Fish two weeks ago. <laughs> so, you know... Just when I thought I was out. <laughs> fire! Fletch! Oh. A circle of fire! Oh. Hundreds of street punks and they're all chanting Ragnar! 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 <laughs> Gene Simmons appears atop. <laughs> you can't even <laughs> say it. You can't even talk about this film. It's G- so dumb. Gene Simmons appears Aloft, he talks to the street punks and he's dressed, he's very flamboyant, isn't he, Fletch? Oh, he looks good. Oh, he is. And he says, my little turd bars! <laughs> and he tells them all that his plan, because he's clearly the evil villain of the piece, Ragnar. And he's got a plan, mate. He's going to poison the water supply. I'm going to poison the water supply for gold, for jewels, for ransom and money! But you can't do it because someone's stolen a data disc, Fletch. This is one of them films where someone couldn't be asked to do something. So they were like, let's just have one of the characters say it. So that saves us having to film it. Well, mate, somebody has taken it. They basically bring on the lady that's taken it. Bring on the MILF! They bring on a lady, tie her up in front of Gene Simmons. And he's like, who did you give the disc to? And she's like, I'm not telling you, never! Sexy Jean starts unbuttoning her blouse with an evil metal robot finger. And Jean notices her earrings. They carry the family crest of Stargrove. And he shouts, 
Stargrove! For the first time in this film, and he rips the earring from the powerful spy lady's head. Can I say, I was so confused yep. by this film. Yep. Well, not by the film, by this scene. Mm. Because so you get just suddenly like... A this, lot of storyline. Yeah, the film immediately starts and you get this shotgun blast of information. Mm. And it, it looks like it's fucking set in like post-apocalyptic future. Yeah, in a Mag Max situation. Mag Max situation. In a Mag Max situation, yeah. yeah, yeah. It, but it's not. We no, find out. No, it's not at all. It's basically just it is. I was so I was so confused. Like, where are they? Who are they? They're just an army of street punks, Fletch, led by the evil evil Ragnar. The army of street punks start chanting, Fletch. What are they chanting? They're chanting finger, 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 finger. <laughs> and she's like, not the finger. Yes, yeah, she pleads, no. No, not the finger! And then Gene kills her with his finger, because his weapon, ladies and gentlemen, is, is, his, is his metal finger. It's not even metal. No, he's just, he's got... just wearing a fake nail on the end yeah. of it. He turns around to the street punks and he says, Get me Stargrove! Cut to our hero Lance in a university gymnastic montage. We hear the Stargrove theme, Fletch. Can we play a little bit of the Stargrove theme here? What's not to like? I mean, we're, we're two minutes in, mate. It sounds... The villain, we know who the villain is. This is the hero. We need a song to tell us all about Stargrove while that, he's doing his that gymnastics. That song sounds like a parody. <laughs> the whole thing's like a parody. It but... sounds like, you know, if I was to record a song and I want some, like, lady backing singers. Stargrove. But I couldn't get any, so I've just recorded myself going, Stargrove like that yeah. doing a high voice yeah. that's what it sounds like what you need in an action film mate is a thing tune like Indiana Jones Star Wars yeah Star I, do you remember do you remember Indiana Jones <laughs> do you remember that song or Star Wars <laughs> no that's a bad example no you no do you remember Fast and Furious <laughs> do you remember what that Friends Together well they didn't say the title though, did they no they didn't no Stargrove is fucking good at gymnastics, though, isn't he, mate? He's there, he's laying down gymnastic fucking slugs all over the place. People are falling down dead with awe. <laughs> Apart from two fucking wrestler dudes are like, look at this, look at this, look at this fucking Nancy boy here doing gymnastics. The wrestler dudes, as Lance is trying to leave doing his gymnastics, and it's amazing gymnastics display. He learned a bit of uh, that. So, this, so this is John Stamos. John Stamos, yeah. He learned a bit of gymnastics. Well, you can tell he's uh, he's laying it down there, so he can do some dismount and stuff like that. Yeah, he tries to leave, but the wrestler dude puts his arm across the door and he says, "Why don't you try something more manly like wrestling, and we'll teach you." Which is not which, which is not coming. We all know yeah. it's just not true. It's not true. Wrestling at all. isn't manly. Yeah, it is, mate. Not ain't. Oh, it fucking is. What are you on about? What are you on about? What are you on about, mate? Hey? Are you intimidating me? I should be. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I hang around with some of the manliest men you've ever known. Really? Mark Adams, for one. 
He's super into men. <laughs> that's how that's how manly he is. He won't even fuck women. No, he thinks they're disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> I also noticed at the start of this film with the credits that it was produced by Paul Entertainment and everybody on the production team his surname was Paul. <laughs> Now we get to see Stargrove in a test, but he's cheating at a test with a magic spy watch. His friend Cliff is helping him out from the other side with a computer, giving him all the answers. Through a little through, through shitty a... 80s digital sports watch. Yeah, because he's got gadgets, mate. Do you know Do you know Cliff is? Uh, no, who is he, Cliff? He's Peter Kwong, mm-hmm. who was in Big Trouble in Little China. Who was he in there? Do you remember... The gambling man? No. Do you remember the, uh, the, the gods? There was, like, rain. And he's, <gasps> oh, he's, yeah. He's rain. I can see it now. He's going to have the Raiden hat on. Yeah, and he's like... <laughs> he's got a chin strap on. Yeah, and he's I can see it now. Oh. Grimace. He says, thanks for helping me in the test, Cliff. And by the way, why does our room smell like petrol? <laughs> <laughs> the reason the room smells like petrol is because Cliff... Has been working on a laser-guided flamethrower. Why? He's not Why just didn't... he's not just any nerd. He's one of those yeah, weird but... fucking forum-dwelling nerds who make bombs in their own house for no reason. Just you know, just, just no reason. There's no. He doesn't. Nobody's asked him to make this. Yeah. And fucking Lance is not impressed at all. He's, he's like, like, oh he's, yeah, yeah. He's whatever. one of them guys who's got like a fake Twitter account for when he wants to harass. The women who starred in the Ghostbusters remake. He's one of them people. Mm. Lance isn't impressed with the fucking flamethrower, but he is impressed with uh, uh, tracking gum. You can track it. It's, got, it's a chewing gum with a tracking device. It is. I'll have that. That's probably going to come in handy in about ten minutes. And he said, and, and Cliff says, "Yeah, go ahead and go ahead and add it to the collection of gadgets that you've already got. Plot devices. Yeah, he is plot. And, and then and he goes, oh, Cliff." Where's it? Where'd you get that white chocolate you're eating there? And he's like, "That's my. That's the white chocolate my dad sends me." And he's like, "Oh yeah, forgot to tell you, a plot package came. <laughs> Your dad sent his monthly biscuit box. Here you go." And I got them open. I didn't think you'd mind. And he's like, "Oh, Cliff. Oh, you. Never mention this box again. <laughs> you. It's like, yeah. Put, go back on your forums and fucking complain about the fucking." Uh, Ghostbusters remake yeah and the new Ninja Turtles probably and the new Sonic film those people probably listen to this podcast to be honest that's like five of the 15 people that follow us gone now really (laughs) fucking The Last Jedi was amazing Mm. it was great it was properly good really like Captain Marvel I think Captain Marvel was set in the 90s I think it's I think it might be my favourite one yeah because it's also, my uh, I think the Last Jedi might be better than the the first. Ones. I think it's better than Empire Strikes Back. My, do you know what my favourite thing about it is? Little penguin fella. There's a little penguin fella. There's... Oh, do you know what I love now about Star Wars? Baby Yoda. Uh, what do you think about Baby Yoda, Fletch? And since I don't, I don't know. Uh, Disney Plus isn't available here. Oh no, you've actually not got any opinions that would on... Be, that'd be illegal. You've got any opinions on The Mandalorian and the, the introduction of Baby Yoda? Did anybody ask for Baby, Baby Yoda, Fletch? Did anyone did, ask? Do we need a Baby Yoda? 
Well, look at all their memes. I mean, that's that's the reason we do anything anymore, I guess. I don't know. I've not I've seen not, it. I've not watched it. I've not seen it. <laughs> I've not watched it because it's fucking Star Wars. I don't watch Star Wars. Do you know what? Do you know what? I did watch Star Wars. I used to watch Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah, when I was fucking 10 years old. Well, I bought my ticket for the premiere uh, the other day oh, that, that's already happened. Uh, and it was good. <laughs> I'm, going next, I'm going next week. In the past. In fact, <laughs> I think so. Oh, no, it's Thursday. I'm going on Thursday. Oh. I think Solo was probably the best. I actually enjoyed Solo. I think it was. I genuinely thought it was really good. I really like the Phantom Menace. It's now, really good. Jar Jar Binks. They're all leaving one by one. Jar Jar Binks. Jar Jar Binks is hilarious. His parents. He says, Misa! Misa! <laughs> How can you not find that funny? It's just so funny. It's parents' evening tomorrow. Teacher comes in. Hi guys, parents evening tomorrow. I expect your nerdy cliff, your parents are going to be all over parents evening, aren't they? And he's like, yeah, oh, they fucking love it. They'll be here. They especially love the shitty food. And he says, I'll sass you back. I'll put them down for double portions. Uh, Lance, I suppose your loser dad's not coming, is he? Because he never fucking comes to the things. And he says, actually, yeah, this time he says he's going to come because I'm in the gymnastics meet. And they're like, oh, mysterious dad finally turning up, fucking loser, after all this time. And I say, oh, what does it that your mysterious dad does? And he uh, laments and looks at a photo of him in the distance and he says, he just uh, troubleshoots for oil companies all over the world. What, what a loser. Fucking loser. What a deadbeat. <laughs> well, dad is the shit James Bond, George, Le- George Lazenby. Hey, hey, don't call him shit. Well, no, he's away on business and, then he, and he's a loser spy dad. He is a loser. He is a loser spy. <laughs> he's a jet-setting... As far as Lance is concerned, loser. his dad is a fucking loser. He's just as bad as Arnold Schwarzenegger in Jingle All The Way. He's just a fucking thoughtless father, is what he is. He's... Think about it from the child's perspective, Fletch. He might be getting these biscuit packages sent every month just for, for nerdy Cliff to chomp through. Yeah. Like a fox eating eggs out of bin. Yeah. But that's not enough, is it? Where's the ball? Where's playing ball in the park? Where's Christmas Day? No. Espionage, mate. Spy Dad is on an assignment. He's there with his... Uh, what is his assignment? He's going in to... Well, I'll tell you what the assignment is because his partner asks him. Carruthers. Carruthers asks Spy Dad, where's Uncle Sam sending us today? And, and Spy Dad says, we're going to flush out Ragnar. Yeah? Right. We're helping the Department of Power and Water. That involves them blowing up a wall, going through the wall uh, with C4, and uh, Spy Dad starts doing some spy stuff. What a pathetic little blob of C4 it was as well. Yeah. It, it comes, looked... off, comes off the wall and he goes, Bloody hell! <laughs> and he goes back and sticks it back up. Because don't forget, he's English. I don't... I don't think he is, though. Bloody hell! He bloody well is! But he's not, because up until then, George Lazenby's kind of talking like this. Because they probably went, don't forget, James Bond. He's like, oh, shit. Oh, no, oh, bloody hell! You're right, he is the shit James Bond. Yeah. But whilst, <laughs> whilst Spy Dad is doing spy stuff with welding, whatever it is he's fucking doing, Carruthers knocks out the assistant spy. Fucking hell. Carruthers, yeah, because there's three of them. Yeah, there's three of them. There's an assistant there. And then Carruthers pulls a gun on Spy Dad 
And Spider says, I appear to have a problem. And then Carruthers says, yeah, a fatal one. And they have a big spy fight. And he, uh, <laughs> Carruthers manages to run away. Spy Dad revives his assistant with smelling salts and says, what happened? He says, Carruthers, he's gone over. He says, you can't, we've got to go back. He says, no, I'm going to get Carruthers. And the, yeah, his sister says, one of these days your luck's going to run out, Stargrove. Mm -hmm. mm. The gym meet. Fucking loser dad hasn't turned up because he's away doing spy shit underground. He's wrapping bandages around himself because of the wounds from the evil Carruthers. This Ooh. is cut with Lance wrapping bandages around himself. Doing athletic. Yeah. That's probably like the only... Decent bit of filmmaking yeah. happens. They're not so different, are they? Lance and his loser dad. Back underground and street punks emerge from a tunnel full of fog. Spy dad opens an umbrella. The street punks are confused, but it's a bulletproof umbrella. <laughs> and spy dad lays waste to the punks and lets his as assistant escape to cover. Spydad runs out on the punks and he fucking kills all of them by chucking hand grenades at them, but his assistant is dead. He is then ambushed by another 50 street... There's a lot of fucking street punks in this film, isn't there? Oh, yeah. Um, Gene Simmons in this film has an infinite army of street yeah, punks. Yeah, there is... I mean, in this scene alone, there's probably about 50. Yeah. Just swarming in. I was looking at it, and I don't even think they were reusing street no, punks. No, I tried. I think it was just... <laughs> they just had more street punks. Yeah. Loads of the street punks finally overpower Spydad, and they take him to the office of Sexy Ragnar. <laughs> now, Sexy Gene Simmons is in the office, and he says... Let's not call him Sexy Gene Simmons. Explain the, uh, the look... They've gone for Gene Simmons here. Well, in this scene, yeah. he's got a tight perm, mm -hmm. a fucking very tight perm going on there. Yeah. And he's got some really flamboyant eyeshadow. I think he's wearing a corset. He's wearing a corset and I think a feather boa. Yeah. And I mean, he's, he's always got, wearing a feather boa. He's got boa. thigh highs on. Yeah. He looks saucy. Yeah. He's basically dressed like a powerful milk. <laughs> He's taken to the office of Sexy Gene Simmons and Sexy Gene says a program disc Fletch a program disc yeah. was taken from me Stargrove where the fuck's the disc the spy dad says this is stupid why would I know anything about the disc and Gene says stupid yeah especially if you want to see <gasps> your son <laughs> the spy dad says what the hell has Lance got to do with this Lance doesn't have a clue about my work. And Jean says, yeah, neither did his mother, but that didn't save her, you bastard. So these two have a history. Yeah, he's his Moriarty to his... Uh, his home. His home, yeah. He's like his Blofeld. Yeah. He says, you threatening to kill Lance? He says, no, mate, I'm promising, unless you give me the disc. And he says, yeah, I've got it here, I've got it here in my pocket. My left breast pocket. And then a street punk puts his hand into his pocket. Okay. Can you, can you explain what happens here? Right. He says, I've got, I've got the disc in my pocket. Yes. So Gene says to a street punk, get that disc out of that man's pocket. Right. He puts his hand into the pocket. I'm with you. Yeah. And then his hand just starts bleeding. 
Why? As if it's been like crushed or cut off and severed in his pocket because it's a trap pocket. Uh, okay. Because do you know what it looks like? <laughs> it looks like George Lazenby has crushed the, the street punk's hand between the zip on the pocket and, and his, his powerful pecs. <laughs> like he's just tensed and he's just. Is that what it is? Maybe it is, yeah. It's just with the power of zip. What did, what did George Lazenby... Does George Lazenby have particularly notable pecs? <laughs> Maybe. You know, like David Hasselhoff used to have. Yeah. Like some... Used to have? Don't you let him hear you say that. While this is all going on, it's, it's going to be fucking late for the gym thing, at which Lance is fucking killing it, mate. I think he's winning. Just as Spider is about to, to escape... Fucking sexy Jean turns up. Water, water everywhere <laughs> and not a drop to drink. Ragnar, I've lost enough blood from your game, says Spy Dad. And Ragnar says, sweetheart, you're about to lose a lot more. Bang! And he shoots Spy Dad. Dead! Cut with Lance falling from the rings because he's failing at gymnastics. But it's not. It's through the telepathy of dad science. <laughs> dad is dead. Therefore, he falls. Gene screams and cackles like an evil witch lady. He's got a crazy, crazy face. I can't, I can't decide whether Gene Simmons is really good for this role or not. <laughs> I don't know. I can't I mean, tell. Some of it's amazing. I can't. We'll I, get get, to. <laughs> I get so confused by it. Spy Dad is dead, Fletch. The funeral of Spy Dad is happening. The mourners are Lance and a load of really sad spies. There is also an old man there. He introduces himself to Lance as his father's lawyer. And he says, who are all these fucking people here? These old spy-looking people. And he says, oh, they're associates of your father. I'm just a lawyer. Shh. And he says, who's that mysterious sexy lady weeping over there? Mm. Mm. Father's lawyer says her name. It's Danger Deering. He says, oh, another one of my dad's faceless associates. And he says, no, that's just what I heard. While well, I was definitely not spying on people's conversations. The mystery woman weeps and leaves in a very expensive, fancy sports car. She leaves Lance and the sad spies to say goodbye to Spy Dad. Spy Dad has put away loads of money for Lance, and he's also left him a farm. Yeah. That he didn't know anything about. Sorry. He said, didn't you ever mention that farm? He said, uh, no. No, he didn't. Well, that's yours now. You've got a farm. Enjoy it. Cool. And he's like, look, the police said your dad died in a terrible car crash. And he's like, this is bullshit. He said, my dad didn't fucking work for any oil company. And the lawyer says, ha, then pray tell who did he work for? And then Lance instantly changes and goes, well, I don't really care. Cut to the aforementioned farm that Lance has now inherited Funeral lady is tending to horses whilst being spied on by unknown eyes. As she is talking to a horse in a barn, BAM! The door is kicked open, and who is standing in the doorway but a giant street punk barbarian man? <laughs> yeah. Who the fuck was... Where are these people coming from? Yeah, how do they know... <laughs> because... You can so you find out that Gene Simmons and George Lazenby they got history. Yeah, yeah. But it turns out he fucking knows where he lives. Yeah, and he can just send he people just send round. Massive street punks in one through the door, big bar barbarian fella. Bam! Another one falls through the skylight. The big one's called Pyramid. <laughs> Is he really? That's his name. 
I'm just putting down this barbarian dude. No, he's pi- he's pyramid. Pyramid. Because he's massive. Yeah. Like a pyramid. Yeah. While this while the street punks are attacking the funeral lady, she jumps up on the side and opens a secret door. A wall flips round, she comes out the other side with a gun and she says, Hit the deck! She starts shooting at the punk and shouting at him. He does hit the deck and she pushes his face in horse plop. <laughs> Yeah, she's pretty awesome. Yeah, she is. The street punk from the sky says, Hand over some ram K, or we'll be forced to tenderize your butt. <laughs> and she says, That's not, You're not even joking. Yeah, that's what they say to her. And she says, What? <laughs> Literally, what? <laughs> and says, Fuck you, warp face. Her, her reaction <laughs> is the audience's reaction. Yeah. What? Yeah. What did you just say? Lance turns up on his scrambler just as he gets in there. He goes, what's going on? She says, <laughs> she says Black Star, run! And the horse runs away. <laughs> a street punk fight ensues, which basically ends up in a barn explosion because there's a load of grenades in there. And Lance says, what the hell did I inherit? <laughs> I like how so far the street punks have been defeated. Instantly. Just by, just by the fact that the other person has a gun. Mm. And they've all just got like, balls what? and chains. <laughs> you bought a gun? Or just another person turns up and then everything's <laughs> yeah. fucked. Oh, yeah. Pyramid. Lance wants to know what's going on. He's looking around his father's sexy farmhouse. He sees the family crest on the wall. Mm. He sheds a tear and he weeps. Now, Spy Lady's in the kitchen. She takes the top off. She's just stood in a bra in the kitchen. Spy Lady? Funeral, sorry. Is that what you're going to call her? Not yet. Do you... Do you know who she is? Who is she? Do you know? Who is she? Vanity. Who's Vanity? From Vanity Six. What's Vanity Six? Vanity Six is a, a pop group from the 80s. Oh, right. I'm living in a fantasy. My own little nasty world. Nasty girl. Really? Yeah. <laughs> She's Lady Prince. She's not Lady Prince. She is Lady Prince. She is Lady Prince. How is she Lady Prince? Is Prince? she in Purple Rain? No. The reason her name is Vanity, the reason that's her stage name, is because Prince chose her as the lead singer of the group and called her Vanity because it was like looking in the mirror and seeing a female Ooh. version of himself. So Vanity were in this pop group that, with all songs that Prince wrote, and they were just really, really, like, o- overtly sexualised, and they yeah. wear, like, lingerie and stuff like that whilst they were dancing. Amazing. It was just Prince just trying to make this really, really sexual kind of thing. They're, some of the songs were actually a little bit controversial because they were so sexual. Too sexy. Which is something, considering mm. pop music is just about sex. Mm. But, yeah, her name's... Well, her stage name is Vanity. Well, there you go. She's vanity. La- she is Lady Prince. She was, she was annoyed. By the man himself. Yeah, by, by the, the artist the himself. The purple one. Yes. So, Vanity then promises, she takes the top off, she's in the kitchen, she says, look, I'm going to find out what happened to Spider with you, I'm going to help you. But Lance is like, oh, he's such a fucking loser, he never got me anything for Christmas, he never came round, he never came to the gym meets. He and- sent you a... Box of white chocolate yeah, every month. Yeah, exactly. Alarm, Fletch! Alarm! Oh. oh, God. Oh, God. A car approaches the farm. It's okay. It's Carruthers. They don't know that what Carruthers has done. They don't know that he bumped off Spy Dad. Oh. And Vanity goes out. And she's, she's like, thank God. Have the street punks escaped then? 
everything, all street punks are gone. Did you see what they escaped in? They escaped in a buggy with a, a Mad Max buggy. A Mad Max buggy. She goes out to the car to Carruthers. He says, "Thank God you're alive. You're alive." Uh, what's going on? And she says, "Ah, oh, street punks turned up looking for some ramkay." And he says, "Thimble, thimble, who's got the thimble?" <laughs> yeah. Who who has Carruthers? The punks are after a disc. And he says, "Any idea who's behind this?" And uh, she says, "Ragnar." And he says, uh, "Ragnar, what? The hermaphrodite, half man, half woman supervillain who disappeared?" And she says, "Well, yeah, he might have disappeared, but he's back, and he's currently performing a burlesque act at a club in town called the Incinerator. We know exactly where he is." <laughs> yeah. He's there in in a public place under the under the guise of velvet. But we know it's him. Yeah. But let's not do anything. Well, Carruthers, he says, right. If that's where Ragnar's going to be, you should get totally doled up and go to that club. <laughs> There's so many things that happen in this film that are literally just there to explain what the film, what's happening. Yeah, yeah. So this is the first time someone actually points out that Gene Simmons' character is a hermaphrodite. Yeah, and it's probably about, <laughs> about half an hour, 40 minutes into the yeah, film. He's a, he is a hermaphrodite. Half and, man, half woman. Yeah, th- thank you. All villain. Okay, thank you. Thank you for explaining that, Carruthers. They just drop it's, it in. So many they things just happen. drop it in. About... So many things happen for exposition. But they plot. don't really need to do it. Or is it just for the one bit that they you've, need? You've got Cliff, who is a plot machine. He literally, he literally. makes plot devices. <laughs> That's his superpower. <laughs> he makes plot devices. What, like the flame blazer? Yeah. And the tracking gun. Tracking gun. And then the only time anyone ever speaks speaks to each other is just to explain what's, what's going to happen in yeah. this next scene. Sexy spy lady is going out on the town. She's going to the club. She's dressed. Oh, powerful boob gap, Fletch. It's oh, like a, it's like a fucking. I can see like why Prince mm. chose her yeah. to be his. I bet she lady counterpart. I think she might have appeared to him within a dream, and then Prince fucked her to life <laughs> through um, some kind of sex magic. With he gathered. The sexiest people he could find from all over the world. And he just fucking let it all out. And then he was like, you look like me. And then in the morning, they opened the magic wardrobe and there she was. And he went, I told you this had happened. It's just me. It's just me. But as a woman. But as a woman. Yeah. Prince called her vanity because you're basically like the woman version of me. Oh, imagine them two at it. Well, guess what? You think Prince is going to miss up the chance to have sex with himself? (laughs) Of course they were in a relationship. Ah, Prince. God rest his soul. Are we we, we clinking to Prince? Clinking to Prince. Prince. He created a female version of himself through sex magic and then fucked her. Lovely Prince. Me and Matt went to see Prince. He's really Fair into. He, really he, he used to be really into the backs of your, your knees. Did he, was he really? He, he had a knee fetish. Oh. Yeah, knee fetish. But I think that was later. So could I reckon it, yeah, it was like he just spent on yeah, everything. Else. I reckon it was like ancient Rome, <laughs> where he was just so bored 
just died. What about knees? You can start fucking your knees. <laughs> Lady Prince, dressed for the nines, going to this club to spy out on evil Gene Simmons, who's dressed now. He's going under the guy's velvet. Velvet. And she says, Lance, you don't need to get involved into this in this terrible spy business. Your dad wouldn't want it. You stay here. I'm going to go off out and uh, just do some spy stuff that you don't need to know anything about. See you later. The club, Fletch. What about that club? It's a biker street punk A biker club. street punk club. There are people on horse motorbikes. Yeah. Horse motorbikes. Riding around in a club. On in a club? In the club with motorbikes with horses' faces. Is it really lame that I was like, that's really it's, dangerous? No, well, it's neon, there's punks, there's people drinking oil. Oh, yeah, they get a little oil can yeah. with their drink. Yeah. And there's a song Is that playing... like some type of cocktail that I don't know about because I'm not street punk enough? Maybe, yeah, drinking oil, yeah. Fire up the night! Fire up the night! That's clearly Gene Simmons doing that song in the soundtrack, isn't it? Lance turns up at the club on his little scrambler motorbike and he uses the tracking gum on the back of Sexy Spy Lady's car. Boom! Spy Lady is really overdressed for this club because it's literally full of street punks and they, she's there in proper 80s going to the fucking Grammys. Evening gown. Evening gown, yeah. But, say one thing about this place, it has got street punk table service. Oh, yeah, oh. yeah. I mean, it's got table service. It's a classy joint, really. It's a really. classy joint, yeah. It's just a theme place, really. It's, just a, it's a bit like TGO Fridays, but street mix punk. that with Warriors. Yeah. <laughs> you hear about the Warriors. But everyone's there for one reason, mate. They're there to see Velvet. Now, this isn't the first time we've seen a sexy dance in a film, is it, Fletch? Mm-mm. Oh, no. Oh, no. But do we want to talk about sexy Gene's dance routine? Considering how many people Gene Simmons has had sex with... <laughs> yeah. He is the most repulsive... It takes a man like me to be a woman like me! <laughs> Yeah. He is so hideous. Uh, <laughs> he is so hideous. He's just lunging around, dressed like a really bad share, with his massive codpiece and full boobs. He is hideous. Have you ever watched drag, like a drag show? Yeah, yeah. Have you ever seen, I've got like, friends that do it. You've seen proper oh, yeah, drag yeah, queens. It's good. Yeah, it's good. Like I know it's it's, it's all campy and stuff and but yeah. there there is it is ridiculously glamorous. Yeah. But Gene Simmons is hideous. It's just air fucking the crowd. He is the most hideous, vile drag queen I've ever seen. And he's like, When you look at me, that's <laughs> you get what you see. <laughs> and it's clearly him playing the bass in the background. Like the, the soundtrack, they've they've recorded that like live by just like doing a beat and then recorded some stuff over the top the, of it. The song yeah, is it's totally not a real time. song. Yeah, it's not. Our heroes are watching, and Lady Prince says it's revolting, isn't it? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> like, she yeah. is the audience yeah. again. Yeah, and she says, "By the way, he's the one that killed your father." And he's like, "Hang on a minute, what? <laughs> you not mentioned this before?" And he said, well, why do you care? He killed my dad! Yeah, you don't... You said you weren't bothered about your dad. He's like, yeah, but you've literally pointed out the fucking good bloke that's done it. And what do you... How do you want me to react? She reacts, she slaps him, walks away. 
What? <laughs> yeah, that's, a, well, that's what happened. Yeah. Closing time. Oh, as she's saying he's vile. Yeah. He's being vile. He's going, Bleh! He's doing the tongue, Bleh! isn't he? Bleh! To some lady in the crowd. Fat pink slug coming out of his face. What? Spy lady's gone, luckily. Lancer's tracked the car. While um, Spy Lady drives off, he's, he's bugged the car. He's like, right, I know where she's going. I'll follow that that, that bugging device shortly. I'm going to go in there and I'm going to have a word with this Ragnar fella. While he goes in, Pyramid comes out, tampers with fucking Lance's bike in the dressing room. Anything to say about Gene Simmons in the dressing room? He says, I'm a big fan. Gene Simmons being sexy. How can you say this is not sexy? He's, he's an equal opportunity sexy man. He's sexy with the boys. He's sexy with the girls. He's like, mm. Ah, you're a cute one. You're a cute little boy. Yeah. <laughs> and he says, like, you make my spine shiver and all this. And he says, I just want an autograph. I'm a massive fan. He's like, I think I do I know you from somewhere. He's like, no, you don't know me. My name's Bill. And he's like, if you want your autograph, I'm going to sign it with my creepy finger. Can you go over and get the ink? He's like, yeah, of course. As he turns his back, Gene Simmons shouts, Stargrove! And Lance says, what are you on about, mate? My name's Bill. I just said, Bill, is that name supposed to mean anything to me? And he says, no, sugar. And he signs the uh, picture with his finger. Velvet. Whilst Gene Simmons was getting changed into some more sexy pink outfits in the, uh, in the um, dressing room, Stargrove was hidden more tracking bugging gum inside the ear of a horse on the wall. Nips outside to listen to Gene Simmons, but Gene Simmons is a wily old cat. He knows something's all right, and he gets a little device out. Go... He's only going to find the fucking tracking gum in the horse's head, so he flushes it down the toilet. He's like, fuck you, Lance. I know who you are now. See where that toilet was? It was just in the room. Yeah, just there, in his office. It's not very extravagant, is The office has a toilet in it and all. <laughs> Lance then goes to get on his bike, and he's accosted by a street punk bad dude. And he's like, hey! Drunk punk. Where's your fucking bike? It's a Yamaha 250. Who bought that, your mummy or your daddy? And he's like, yeah, I've got to go home. I'm sassing you, I'm grounded. And this big fat street punk pushes Lance over and he starts his bike and it explodes and the street punk dies. Lance goes back to university, rushes into the room, he says, Cliff, I need your bike. I've got to follow the spy lady because she's got started loads of shit. And Cliff goes, all right, all right, then yeah, take the bike. And then Lance says, you probably won't get it back. And then leaves. Yeah, leaves on the bike. Makes this an excellent friend. Mm. It's almost like he just exists to prop up the main character of a film. No, he's a real man. <laughs> he's very realistic. I mean, he lends him his bike for a start. He takes the bike and he makes chase. He follows the spy lady. She's on her, on her way to meet Carruthers, who himself is on his way to Ragnar's hideout. While Lance is on his way... He runs into a little bit of highway trouble. There are two street punks. One with an axe. One with an axe. And one with the, the typical chain. The ball and chain. Chasing down Lance. Lance is like, oh, mace. fucking punks on bikes. <laughs> now, luckily, Spy Lady sees this. She also notices that there is a drunk trucker in the distance. So she sidles her car up and she hides it underneath the drunk trucker. While the street punks chase Lance on the other side. She then pulls in a manoeuvre and comes out the back. And BAM! 
takes the street punks down with fucking sexy spy prince justice. That's probably the most James Bond this film gets. Yeah. It's quite it? Fast and Furious as well, the moves that she pulls. Oh, yeah. Very, oh, yeah. very good. I'd rather talk about that film. Well, we will be. <laughs> That's coming, mate. Really? In the future. Okay. Maybe. Lance gets in the car and he says, Oh, sorry about you. And she's like, Get in! He's like, Look, you fucking twat, what are you doing? I left you at home for a reason. By the way, this is the third instance of street punks being defeated by the sheer fact that they somebody using, else turned up and a gun. someone had a gun yeah they just what? Go, it's almost like they're not using medieval weapons anymore for yeah. a reason yeah he gets in the car and, she, and she's like look spy dad was more to me than a partner he did so much for my family for my life that's why I'm trying to keep you safe more fucking road punks turn up this time they've got a strip of spikes lay it out on the road bang they fucking explode the tyres of the car and, and then hundreds and hundreds of street punks turn up in a massive ambush and they capture our heroes in big fucking nets like Return of the Jedi. Like Planet of the Apes. Yeah. Lance wakes up at home. Maybe it was all a dream. He goes into the kitchen to get a drink of water. Oh, yeah. Smash! Street punk smashes his head into the kitchen sink and starts going, Bleed! Bleed! Minky. Minky? That's his name. <laughs> He's like, hey, Minky. He's like, don't call me Minky! And they pick him up and he says, where's the disc, Nancy boy? And then they smash his face into the sink again. These are, these are some proper street Proper street punks. Laughing maniacally oh, as they do evil. They hold him up for a third time and they scream, Ram K in his face. And then one of them says, would baby like a baby tomato? And the other guy says, yeah, make him eat it, Minky. And he said, don't call me Minky. And the other guy says, I'm the boss. And they fucking fall apart. No, I'm the boss. <laughs> then they just start shouting Ramke <laughs> and throwing him around the house, smashing up the house. Lance is like a, is like a tiny boy, Fletch. He's got nothing in him until they throw him into a family cabinet full of pictures and the family crest. He sees it, Fletch. He gets filled with family honour and all of a sudden he jumps up, revitalised, and he fights the street punks with gymnastics. <laughs> he defeats the first punk and he chucks, her out, chucks him out the window and he grabs the other guy and he says, where's the girl? And he says, she's in jail. <laughs> He says, what jail? He tells him what day at jail, and he chucks him out the window. And then shoots his gun out the window. And then he says, oh, by the way, guys, the name of that scumbag is Stargrove. Lance Stargrove. Bing-a-ling-ding-ding-ding-ding-ding-ding. I'm a shit bong 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 And then shoots his shotgun out the window. Yeah, he does, yeah. Bang, bang. Because he's an American James Bond. Now, he decides in the house, he finds the crest medallion because it's been fo- it's fallen out of the uh, the moorings, of the, of the frame it was in, so he's going to put it on a necklace. And then it falls from his hands and rolls across the floor to some kind of switch on the ground. A slot. And there is a coin-shaped hole glowing. So he puts the coin in it and his dad's crazy sex-ridden waterbed slides away <laughs> and underneath the waterbed of unspeakable fornication <laughs> is George Lazenby's sex dungeon <laughs> is an actual dungeon full of spy equipment, uh, CCTV that's still on. 
There are weapons, there are awards, there are pictures with kings and queens and presidents of the world. He now, is this the first point that he realises his dad was a spy? Yes. It is. Like, an hour into the film. A, it is. And B, there's no kind of reconciliation. No. Because he hates his dad at the beginning of the film. And then just stops hating his dad. Because he realises he was a spy. All they would have had to do is just put just some videos in there of like his gymnastic like events and yeah, stuff. Yeah, like, picture of it. Like he did care. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, not no. one. He just he just forgets about. Didn't it. give a shit. He just forgets he hates his dad. The CCTV that I mentioned earlier. Luckily, it's been left on for years and years and years <laughs> <laughs> because there's a bike approaching Fletch. Fuck! This is just getting worse and worse. A man gets off the bike dressed like a shit Power Ranger and comes into the house. Lance jumps onto the man and it turns out that the man is Cliff dressed as a shit Power Ranger. It's like, rain. I've come to help. I've come to help. I've bought you the Fire Blazer. And uh, oh, by the way, come and have a look at my new bike. And he's like, yeah, your new bike. I can't really think about it at the minute because I've got a look for this disc. He's like, Disc? Do you mean the one that your father sent in the care package full of biscuits at the start of the film that I haven't mentioned at all? Thank you, plot man. He's like, oh, where is it? He says, it's right here in the new bike. I've built a special compartment to hide the disc in it. Thank you. Thank you again, plot man. Thank you again, plot man. With your amazing plot powers. They load up with weapons from uh, Dad's sex dungeon and they go out to rescue Danger. Now, Cliff... Drops hot disc knowledge. He says, what's actually on the disc? He says, it's a load of information about Gene Simmons wanting to poison the water (laughs) supply. And uh, he can't do it unless he gets this Ram K diskette. Now, Ragnar is fucking fuming because he can't get hold of this disc. He has now stood in his hideout in front of a computer display with a man, his science man, is this why you made me watch this film? Is this the reason? Robert England, ladies and gentlemen, Freddy Krueger himself is the science. Is this why you made the this? the science advisor. Is this why you made us watch this? No, because Freddy Krueger's in it. Freddy Krueger's in it, and he's the science advisor. And it's not a Freddy Krueger film. No, he's called Riley, the science man, and he's showing Gene Simmons poisonous graphics. And he's like, look, this is all the poison coming out of the poison, going into the water supply. Oh, rubbing their hands like evil people. And he says, look, this is what happens. And he shows him another screen with this horrible grey amorphous blob rolling around on the floor. And he said, you know what that is, Gene Simmons? He says, what, Freddy Krueger? He says, that's a fucking goldfish. He says, what? A goldfish? He says, that ain't a fucking goldfish look at it it looks like a fucking shit from the 80s you know those dog shits that were all white that you don't see anymore it's like one of them animated walking around in the sea he says goldfish mate that's what our plan is going to do look at the goldfish turn everyone's goldfish into yeah turn them into shit from the 80s it's like this is brilliant when can we start he says the problem is mate we need a disc we We need need a plot device we need the ram k disc in order to start this off. He's like, shit, okay. Prince Lady Spy is tied up in a big massive oven. Yeah. And this guy's like, talk! Well, he says, okay, bitch, 
talk or burn, Ramkay, talk or burn, Ramkay, talk or burn. She says never. So they fucking leave her in the oven and shut the door, and they're gonna cook her, Fletch. And they're gonna cook her like a sexy pie. <laughs> Cliff and Lance are here. That's they're gonna rescue. Sexy spy prince lady from the oven. The giant oven that now is slowly closing while the two street punks stand outside cackling (laughs) with guns guarding. Cliff gets there, plot device with the flame blazer. He blows the door clean off. When they get inside, there are fucking street punks everywhere. Coming out of the walls like fucking spiders. Creeping all over them. They manage to lay waste to most of them. Cliff is really bad at using the, the gun whilst they're inside there. It's, it's, it just doesn't work. It's a crappy invention, isn't it? It doesn't fucking work. But it does work when he blows the head clean off one of the street punks. <laughs> they rescue Sexy Spy Lady from the oven of death just before she's about to cook. And more fucking street punks turn up. They shoot the shackles off her hands. Yeah, shoot them off. More street punks turn up. They can't get out the front way because street punks are coming out. So Cliff blows the fucking wall out. They escape on a fucking punk horse trike and Lance is on his Yamaha off into the distance. They drive off to meet Dad's lawyer and Carruthers in an office. They lay the knowledge of what has happened in the first hour of this film onto Dad's lawyer and he's like, oh. So, did you notice that office Mm. just looked like a shipping container. Yeah. Is that was that a really spy thing or a really budget thing? I think it's 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 obviously espionage. They don't want to be found. It probably was a shipping container, Fletch. Come on. You don't know what happens. Carruthers says, What's on the disc? Where is the disc? And Janjish says, There's data on the disc. <laughs> and it's data about how to poison the city's water supply. What is it, like in Carter or something? I don't know. It's data. Dad's lawyer says, my God, an entire city to ransom but the hands of a maniac. Cliff says, yeah, but we have the disc. So it's all over now, lawyer dad. We can all go home safely. It's all over. But then Carruthers says, hang on a minute, Cliff. Ragnar wants this disc. I've got an idea. I've got a really good spy idea. His plan is he's going to set a trap for Ragnar using Sexy Prince Spy Lady and Lance as bait. You know this plan? <laughs> this vague plan, yeah, yeah. The plan... It- well, the, okay, so the plan is that they all sit on a hill with loads of ordnance and soldiers. And spy on... And, and, look, and just watch this old farmhouse. Yeah. And hope that the bad guy turns up. Yeah, that's it. That's the beginning of Jason Goes to Hell. And he does turn up, doesn't he? Well, he works in that film. Lance is nervous about this plan, Fletch. He thinks there's something, but not... I think I'm on the same wavelength as as Lance here. He thinks there's something not right about Carruthers. He says Carruthers is dodgy, Prince Lady. He's dodgy actor. He says, she says, what are you on about? I've known him for years, he's fine. And he says, he keeps setting us up, you dozy twat. He sent us to the fucking... The, the, the club? <laughs> to, the, to the incinerator? The, the other situation? And, and we're here now at his behest? And she goes, hang on a minute. Do you think Carruthers is the spy that your dad suspected was a traitor that we never mentioned was happening at all during the film? He's like, yes, the very same. 
but Carruthers is going to lead us to Ragnar. So we can't let him know that we know. Okay, so shush. Oh. She says, I'm very impressed. Oh, by the way, I forgot to thank you for saving my life. And they kiss. But then Lance is like, ah, this is fucking spy trickery. Sexual wizardry, isn't it? You don't fancy me. This is the sort of thing to do, you, you James Bond people do, to get what you want. I'm not like that. And she's like, no, it's gone too far. I think I'm in love with you. And he's like, poppycock. I'm going to go and get a bottle of Perrier water. And then a music video happens. Yeah. It goes off. <laughs> then, it, then it just turns into an 80s music video. Yeah, really awkward, will-they-won't-they they chase love scene, where, which involves a lot of bikini, bikini temptation. Yeah. But before that happens... She wasn't wearing much already. No, no, but she takes it off. But before that happens, Fletch, Carruthers and Cliff are stood surveying the uh, farmhouse through binoculars... An army assistant comes over and says, Hey, Cliff, I've noticed you've got a bike over there. Would you like me to fix it? And Cliff goes, Well, don't you fucking touch that bike, mate. Don't you touch that bike, mate. It's very specific. did you notice? He's like, Hey, up. His ears prick up, don't they? He's like, Don't don't make it obvious, but I've noticed the bike. Was Gene's plan to get our heroes diddling and out of the way? Originally, do you think? Well, he probably assumed that would happen because they're two very attractive people. They are. And then why? Well, this is it. It could happen. It could happen. It's gonna happen. It's literally the song that's playing. He's, he goes inside, he gets his bottle of Perrier water, he comes out, out outside, he drinks it. While he's gone inside, she's got herself comfy on the uh, sun lounger outside. Comfy and naked. Oh, getting naked. And he drinks the water, he's like, oh, because he's so flabbergasted, he's thirsty. He's hot, Fletch, he's hot. He puts the bottle down and he tentatively fingers the hole in the bottle. He does. But that's why it's so musical. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, he's still feeling quite stressed and sexy. So he goes back in the kitchen and he comes out with a stress apple. (laughs) And he stress eats it. He stress eats an apple and he's like, and he throws it down. Because she's like, it could happen. She's she's pouring water. Not yet, not yet. Because he goes in. No, she's got oil. Oil at this point. Oh, she's oiling herself. Yeah. Word. Ooh. It is quite raunchy, it is though. It's quite raunchy. He goes, he can't handle it. It's so raunchy, he needs a second apple, Fletch. He goes in to get a second apple, but by the time he comes out, she's fucking dousing herself down with a hose. And she's there. And may I say, one hour sixth, first full boob. We haven't done it for a while, but we time-stamped it, ladies and gentlemen. No, you time-stamped yeah. it. Don't the song, it could happen. It could be happening. And it is happening. <laughs> By the way, whilst Malachi was singing It Could Happen, he was sensually sliding his fingers together in a sexual motion. Yeah. It was very childish. Saxophone love song. There's nothing nothing childish about that. He, he just becomes so overwhelmed with uh, Lady Prince's sexual powers. His magnetism. She's like... Runs she, Prince her. has taught her well. Yeah, he, he dives into her lips first. Yeah. And they... Uh, they make love on George Lazenby's <laughs> filthy, filthy waterbed. Outside... Cliff is just stood around because now he's a spy, apparently. Yeah, now he's military person. But jump! from out of nowhere, Cliff goes down. A masked man steals Cliff's bike and drives off into the distance a little bit, only to take off his helmet to reveal pyramid. Pyramid. 
You remember Pyramid? Remember well, he's back. Barbarian dude from earlier on. They wake up, but not only do they they, they, they have lovemaking, they go to sleep for about an hour, for the look of it, because they, they're woken up by a chopper full of army dudes turning up at the farm. And they're like, hey, who's this? Spy lady says, it's all right, they're our guys. It's Carruthers. It's Carruthers. Army dudes rush, rush the bedroom with body doubles of our heroes. Our heroes then escape into a helicopter dressed in army gear. Carruthers is flying the bloody helicopter. And he says, there's no sign of Ragnar, but he's very close. I can feel it. And Fletch. He is very close. He's very fucking close. Oh, you're giving the game away then. No, but this is what happens. This is what happens now. The bomb is dropped. Sexy Prince Lady says, Carruthers? Carruthers takes off his aviator shades to reveal that he is heavily made up underneath. He's wearing like... flamboyant eyeliner. <laughs> and he says, ah! <laughs> And he peels, it, he peels his glasses off. And then he says, What does he say? I'm Ragnar! <laughs> Surprise! The he laughs in a high-pitched, maniacal voice as he peels his ginger beard off. Yeah, yeah, to reveal that he is Ragnar. How the fuck have we got through like an hour and a half of this film, Fletch, and we didn't even realise that Ra Carruthers was Ragnar? I told you there was something wrong with this man at the start, and you're like, no, mate, there's nothing wrong with him. There's something wrong with him. It turns out it was he was Gene Simmons. Yeah. The chopper lands at Gene Simmons' lair. <laughs> It did look good. It did look good, yeah. It did look like they were two different people. Well, <laughs> it's clearly Gene Simmons. But, well, it's clearly <laughs> Gene Simmons, but they looked so different that it was enough that, you know... If yeah. you didn't know who Gene Simmons was, you wouldn't have realised they were the same person. <laughs> who doesn't know who Gene Simmons is? Um, teenagers. Well, all right then. Well, let's make some if teenagers were, watch this. If you were 19 years old, you wouldn't have realised they were the same person. Apart from the terrible acting. Gene Simmons is now surrounded by his street punk army, sat upon a throne, flanked by Pyramid and Freddy Krueger. <laughs> and he says, I want to make a toast. And the toast is to moi. And he says, I'm gold. Gold. <laughs> and he starts chucking out pills and booze. <laughs> You're not even joking. No, that's what he says. Yeah. I'm gold. Gold. And he starts chucking out pills because they're all just reprobates. And he says they're placebos. Yeah, which means they're not even real. Yeah, so he's just chucking sugar pills at them and they're all too stupid to know yeah. what a placebo Fucking means. idiot. Lance and Prince Lady Spy are revealed, brought out in a cage, and Lance says it's not their fault, they're victims of society. Well, the street well at least there's that. The street at, least, at least he's socially conscious all these, all these people have just turned to crime because they're just vulnerable they're just, people they're just stupid. who are street punk idiots. <laughs> street punk idiots. You know what? I don't think every, I don't think street punk. Well, is we born. never question it. How did these people get there? Exactly. The only ones that we ever saw, a band loses its job in their Miami connection. Next day, they need some work. Next day, street punks. Who's there? See, if you're down on your luck and you need some money, street punks. There's always a street punk gang that will hire you. Yeah. And that's how it starts. That's why they should raise Start. the minimum wage. Well, it's going to happen, mate. Boris is Britain. Trump's America. And there'll be fucking street punks. By 2021, 
we won't be have a podcast. We'll be doing this podcast on an FM signal yeah. in sleeveless leather, and we'll be talking about. It'll be like Johnny, Johnny Mnemonic. That's what we're going to end up with. We'll just be sat in a in like a burnt out CRT monitor, just with our heads in it, to entertain some other street punks because it's the apocalypse and they don't have real tellies anymore. Well, like <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's quite a good street punk laugh. That, that was a proper street punk laugh. Yeah. And, and we'll be like, I'll buy that for a dollar. And they'll all just be like... <laughs> <laughs> Throwing popcorn at us. And we're yeah. like, please let us out of the box. Our heroes are released from their evil, evil cage. Thrown at the feet of Ragnar in chains. Lance stands up and he's cocky and he sasses Ragnar and he says, You don't happen to have a, a key for these chains, do you? And Gene Simmons says, ah, like father, like son. Ah, sassing me. I've been sassing your dad for years, you little shit. And he says, well, you're missing one thing, Gene Simmons. And that one thing is a Ram K diskette. And Gene Simmons says, ah, are you fucking, are you joking, mate? Yeah, he goes, pyramid? Yeah, pyramid. <laughs> pyramid retrieves the disc because it's inside the fucking bike. And he rips it out like... Oh, holds it aloft and street punks rejoice. That was the only film Pyramid was ever in. Is it really? Yeah. He looks like a wrestler or a bodybuilder or something. I looked him up. Well, he's clearly a bodybuilder. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, he, but on a professional level. I looked him up. His name's Ed Brock. Hmm. Seems Didn't he produce this or something or write this as well? No, he's just... I'm sure he... He's just a hench street punk. I'm sure His name's Ed Brock. Ed Brock. That's Venom. <laughs> Prince Lady Spy says, what happened to you, Carruthers? And Gene Simmons says, look, I'm really sorry that I did all these bad things. But I did all these bad things because I love it! Yeah! yeah. And that is what he does, literally. And the street punks rejoice. Oh, God, yeah! yeah. He, he forcibly snogs he shoves his horrible fat tongue into her mouth. Yeah. Street punks <laughs> rejoice and he says, Take them away, my puppies, and grind them well! <laughs> Ew. Lance then takes this opportunity to start sassing Pyramid and he's like, Oi, mate, you two hanging around together. Are you two shagging? Are you two shagging? And he's like, How dare you? And he says, When you do it, do you go on top? And he's like, No! <laughs> And this the, is where this is where it starts to become like, oh shit! They need to finish the. They've film. made a hermaphrodite the bad guy in this yeah. film, and they've made them a hermaphrodite to just make them more of a baddie. Yeah, this is where the film starts to become a bit. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, this isn't really acceptable. So he offers to fight Pyramid, and Spy Lady's like, "He's gonna kill you, you fucking idiot!" And he says, "They're gonna kill us anyway." We might as well try and fight the dickhead. <laughs> and Pyramid's like, let me front, boss! Let me front! And Fanny's like, make it so! <laughs> and he lets them fight, and the, the street punks clear a circle, as street punks do when people start fighting. Oh, yeah. That's what street they do. Punks, they... Street punks will always stop. Yeah. That's the only yeah, way yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, if you're ever trapped and cornered by street punks offer one of them out to fight yeah. because the rest of them will be like fucking yes right mate away. we're going to watch a fist fight alright alright they love it Pyramid doesn't take into account that fucking Lance gymnastics 
and he uses gymnastics, jumps over, jumps over him, and he kicks a gun out of another street punk's hand, and he just shoots Pyramid. Once again. Saved by gymnastics. Saved by gun. Yeah, and gymnastics. Street punk's only weakness. Yeah. Bullets. Lance gets the gun with gymnastics, he shoots the barbarian fella, and fucking loads more punks turn up, and he just starts fucking killing them. There was already loads of punks <laughs> there. They'd already filled How this many massive punks are in this film. This is the, this. If we'd have done the awards, if we'd have done this before the awards, most punks goes to most punks. This, and I, there was so many street punks in this film. You need to watch it. We're not even exaggerating. There's hundreds and hundreds of different punks in this film. Yeah. The army arrive in the chopper and start mowing down all the punks. <laughs> and that's when this is. Even more punks just dying. Yeah, and they're all there just swinging around axes and yeah. maces and shouting shit. at the helicopter. Whilst just getting gunned down. Yeah, the punks scatter. The chopper shoots everyone. This is like the street punk version of Zulu. Yeah. <laughs> it's the end when they're all just getting wiped out. Our heroes escape, but Gene and Freddy Krueger are gonna—they've gone down into the lab. They're like shit. This, the army have turned up. This has all gone tits. And he's like, look, now we've got the disc, it's all right, because I have conveniently made a remote control in this suitcase that we can say it off if we can get to the dam. He's like, fucking love you, Freddy Krueger. Let's go! I have a really quick question. Could they have done this the whole time? Yeah. So you know at the beginning, (laughs) where George Lazenby was sneaking in so he can take him out? Yeah. So they clearly knew where he was then. (coughs) Why didn't they just fly helicopter death over them then? Yeah. Let's not question it, Fletch. <laughs> Army versus punks is all I've written down here because it's like, it's just fucking carnage. It's just poor people <laughs> getting slotted by army blokes. Just turning up like gambling down the hill and like slitting people's throats, driving <laughs> jeeps through shanty towns. <laughs> Wicking sexy Gene manages, manages to escape into a truck and as he's getting in the truck Freddy Krueger goes I've got the coordinates you need to get on the dam and he's like fucking good work Freddy Krueger see you later <laughs> and Freddy's like I love you I love you <laughs> so he's clearly been diddling him as well oh yeah Lance makes chase on a motorbike sexy prince spy lady gets in the chopper she's like we've got to follow Gene Simmons and, and some faceless guy says take the fire blazer it may come in handy <laughs> And gives her the fire blazer. Now Gene is going to fucking set it off now. He's going to set it off now, Fletch. He opens the suitcase. He starts putting in the password. The password is the end. But he's not close enough. He's not close enough. The remote control, it's in the 80s. It's shit. So he needs to get closer. He's, he's driving a giant Terminator 2 truck. Yeah. He's driving. Do you see the face he's pulling whilst he's driving? He's just going... <laughs> he's pulling like a bum old mouth, like... When and he says like, oh, you naughty boy, when he's driving through all the signs and stuff. <laughs> he's like a shit Tim Curry. So he has to get out of the truck when he gets to the dam on foot. And he, he trots up like a fucking drunk woman, drunk woman in the town centre on a Saturday night. Tottering around. Tottering around with his high heels, laughing like a crazy witch man. Uh, with the briefcase of death, Gene Simmons is now in range, Fletch. Fuck. Oh, shit. Shit. But luckily, Lance arrives on bike back. Gene Simmons sees the bike approaches and he forces a pole through the through the spokes of the bike. The bike falls into the water. And we now have the final showdown. 
Gene Simmons gives his villain speech. The whole thing about, can't you see the sense in this? He's like, no. But then Gene Simmons says, I'm female. I'm male. I'm better than you. <laughs> well, he, says, uh, he says, I'm man and woman. Yeah. That's more than you. Yeah. But then Lance says, yeah, you're only half of each, mate. I am all man, and I've got to save the world. Uh, Gymnastics! Uh, that's not good. No. because You're no. just half of each. Yeah. I'm a full man. Punch! <laughs> but what does he do, Fletch? They have a fight. No saying that. He's an equal opportunist hero, is. Gene Simmons lunges down at him while he's on the floor. Don't try and defend this. He kicks him in the dick. And Gene goes, oh my God, my dick, because I've got both. He bends forwards and his tits fall out and he bites them. One hour 26. Time stamped. Gene Simmons. Tits. <laughs> Do you remember Mad Max? Mm-hmm. The first film. Yeah. Where the head street punk is about to crash into that truck. Yeah. And you get that split second scene with his eyeballs popping out. Yeah. He's <gasps> like, oh! And, he, and they've just made some prosthetic eyeballs to pop out of her face. Yeah. It's like that. But with tits. But with Gene Simmons' tits. <laughs> Who played Gene's tits in this? Lance overpowers Gene after he bites him on his man boobs. And he says, deprogram it. And he's like, I can't deprogram it. Have you ever seen a spy film? This is how things work. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Lance. Stop beating the fuck out of me. G starts crying. He says, yeah, you really are like a woman, aren't you? And he says, yeah. And a man. And he stands up and he stabs him with his finger. The chopper is here just in time. But Lance is hanging over the ledge. Gene Simmons is swiping at him with his little fingers. This is at the point we've done another timestamp. One hour, 27 minutes. Gene Simmons says the title of the film. He lays over it to him and he says, You're never too young to die. And then... And then Lance says... In, in, in a, <laughs> Lance wait, goes, wait, 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 Stop. And what does he do, Fletch? He goes... You're beautiful. G- Gene... Oh I've never realised this up until right now, but you're actually really gorgeous. And he's like, really? Well, well, uh, well I think... It, uh, stab! Yeah, he's like, mm. here is my gigantic tongue. Yeah. And then... Stab in the neck with his own vicious finger of death. Oh, God. He I kills feel like, him with his own finger. I feel like we'll be doing this a disservice if we breeze past this. Go on, then. That was disgusting. <laughs> He was about to kill him, and he goes... Oh, hang on a minute. I fancy you. I fancy you. I fancy (laughs) you. Well... This film is horribly dated. 1986, mate. What time to be alive? He chucks him over. The 80s were a great time for Gene Simmons and nobody else. (laughs) He chucks him over into the sea, off the dam. (laughs) And there's a dummy fall! Yes! But he can't stop the fucking remote control bomb, Fletch. He I can't like, stop it. I like thinking about the dummy that they had to dress up like drag Gene Simmons <laughs> and then just lob off the side of this dam. He can't stop the bomb, Fletch. Even with the flamethrower, because it's fucking shit. But he decides he can stop it with the flamethrower if he chucks the remote control into how's the he air. Gonna, how's he going to think his way out of this one? He throws the remote control into the air and then chucks the flamethrower at it and it just explodes. And that was fine. And they that, all was, chant, that was the solution. They all chant, go Lance! Uh, Gene Simmons is dead. 
and that is literally the end of the film. Uh, they try to recruit G, um, Lance and Cliff for future sequel adventures, and he says, "No, that's the end of it for me." And they drive off into the sunset. Our on, three heroes on on a street punk Mad Max buggy. Yes, they steal the Mad Max buggy off the street punks, and they drive away. Cliff and Lance. Yeah, it's just doing wheel spins in the desert. Yeah, they turn back <laughs> and they come back to pick up. Sexy Prince Lady. They go back to pick up Vanity, yeah. and he's like, Stop doing spy stuff! Get in the car! <laughs> and then they leave. You're a housewife now. Yeah. Get in the car, Vanity. Do you know what? Real life Vanity. She wouldn't have had that. No. Do you know what sex is? I've had sex with Prince. Get You, you don't you know don't what sex know. is. John Stamos, I mean, he's probably had a lot of sex. But, but not Prince He's sex. not had Prince sex. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, on that... Note, what did we think, Fletcher, of this week? The first film of 2020. It's a good start, and I'll tell you why. It's basically everything that Tat Club's all about, yeah. isn't it? It yeah. has everything that we kind of look for in a Tat film. Yeah. Like, we've had a few that have... Like, every film we've done has had a few Tat qualities, mm -hmm. but this has all of them. All of them. It has... The street punks alone, Street mate. punks... It is a loose, yeah. It's a it's, it's a, a sequel. lazy rip off of another bigger, more successful franchise. Yeah, it's got a rock star in it. It well, it has a rock star. It's got actors who have been in other films we've already done. Yeah, which is I know that's one of your favourite things. River got, So we had Gene Simmons from Trick yeah. or Treat. We did Freddy's Revenge. Mm -hmm. So there's. Freddy Krueger. Yeah, who else was in this? That... Oh, I've got a good one for oh, you. Oh, what was that? What was I've that? Got a good one. What was it? You remember when Gene Simmons is at the club and he's got his band behind him? Yeah. And the drag queens? One of them is, is a drag queen called Viva Sex. Right. And she was in Vamp. Oh! Yeah. Well, there we go then. Yeah. Good stuff. Also, it's fucking awful. Yeah. And it's aged terribly. Awful, awful. I mean... Which is I kind can't of a believe, I, like I said, I hadn't heard of this film until like a year ago. But it's out there. I'm not surprised Gene Simmons isn't pleased with his performance. Because no. he is awful. Oh no, he's a, he comes off as a creepy, creepy sex pest. Maybe yeah, but he's a terrible actor. Like, look at the scenes where he's... Just him, I think. Look at the scenes where he's playing Carruthers. He's terrible. Oh. He's like, and the fact that oh, the, yes. the first bit... that. When I started making the notes for this film last night, I was absolutely knackered. And I thought, I'll do the first half of the notes. And I put it on and it instantly just made me smile because I remembered, like, the whole film. The fact that Gene Simmons plays, well, technically three characters in this film, isn't he? Because he's, he's Ragnar, Carruthers and Velvet, the, uh, the stripper. <laughs> so if we made James Bond and the Rocky Horror Picture Show into one film... Mm. That's, this but is it. it. took all the money away that it took to make those films. That we'd have this. This car crash of film. So, would you recommend that people watch this one? Oh, think? absolutely. Yeah. I'd recommend people watch Five stars. Five stars. Well, there we go, ladies and gentlemen. Kicking off 2020 with some good old fucking spy business and some tits of all, all, all walks of life. We'll see you next week. Never too young. You're never too young to die. You're never too young, you're never too young to die.